Broadcasting live from the tabernacle at Pendrel Vale, this is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome everybody to Tap Tap Concede. My name is Grant. Joining me is Cameron. Huh? And Kathleen. Hello! And today we're going to be talking about the Dominaria United preview stream that at time of recording happened yesterday and about all the stuff that they revealed there and anything else we feel like talking about because of course it's it's casual chats and I think last week I'm told it went very off the rails so oh, that's good. Yeah, we got extremely cash. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, a reminder, of course, before we get into it, that the show is brought to you by Card Kingdom. Please check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR for all of your carded needs. Uh, tell them we sent you by, I mean, going there, obviously, but also you can say loading ready run sent me button, please, and they'll give you a little one inch button, which I believe currently still says in response to damage I concede or in in, yeah, I think it's something something akin to that. Mm. It's conceding in the face of damage. Uh, and, of course, the show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. Uh, real quick, before we get into the magic, if you're watching the video and you are you have no idea what's going on with me and you're like, why does Graham look like that? Uh, go to the Loading Ready Run YouTube channel and watch the most recent episode of Loading Ready Live. That explains all of that. Uh, TLDR, some medical stuff, I'm doing okay. If you are watching the video and you do know all that and you're like, why does Graham look like that? Uh, well, this is just what it is currently and it'll probably change again in the future. And if you're listening to the podcast and not watching it at all, I currently look like what Kathleen describes as a 12-year-old cop. I think we're all caught up now. Basically, the, the 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 head and beard was going, but the mustache stayed, so I decided I'd keep it for a week for the lols, and now this is what I look like. So, wee! Please don't pour out my beer. <laughs> I'm going to need you to pour out your beer, sir. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Dominaria United, they had a big preview stream, uh, which Bl- Blake hosted from his, his house, it seems. Uh, it's It was... It was they had, they had some video content that was very well produced because, uh, of course, you know, being like video people, I was like, oh, yeah, this is wow, this is very nice lighting and stuff and, and all that. And then the actual sort of thing was like Blake at his home computer, which was kind of funny. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, they unveiled a lot of stuff about Dominaria United, the set, which is the next um, the next sort of core, not core set, the next standard set, which is coming out in... Uh, End of August, early September. Yeah, early September. Um, uh, any sort of preview stuff, like any kind of pre-pre-release, for example, would be at the end of August. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a bunch of other information about uh, what what we can expect, including the biggest news. And this was starting to get rumored, and I don't know why this was starting to get rumored, but a thing kind of akin to something that they did back in... Zendikar. So they did when Zendikar first came out. They they did this promotion called um, I can't actually remember what it was called, like Forgotten Treasures or Secret Treasures or something, some some sort of treasures, mm-hmm. where like the first print run of Zendikar had like original cards from I don't know, like Alpha, Beta, like early sets that uh, it was supposed that Wizards actually just like must have bought them from the secondary market maybe like people were never actually really sure where they came from but there was a chance that you could find those in the first print run of original zendikar so like at the pre-release you know someone Mm -hmm. opened a black lotus or something right it was like whoa my goodness amazing which so they could sort of do that without actually reprinting cards that on the reserve list that they can't do and so what's what's happened here 
similar but different, not quite as cool, but is that they got a hold of a bunch of cases of uh, booster packs of Legends, and they open them up, and then they're putting uh, those cards into collector boosters of Dominaria United. Now, there's a whole bunch of different asterisks mm-hmm. <laughs> about about this. Uh, one is that because there's only so many cards, right, uh, is that they're only going to appear in about 3% of, a collector's of, of collector boosters. That mm. is not very many cards. No. Yeah. And it could be a Kobolds of Care Keep, right? Yep. Like, <laughs> it could, as the article, their article actually says, it could even be a moat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like these aren't like don't get your hopes up I mean for... moat would be pretty cool yeah moat would be pretty they cool they did show they did show someone uh, opening actually Ari yeah Ari oh. Zerulnik in the video opened a tabernacle uh, we worked with Ari on Infinity mm-hmm. um, opened a tabernacle at Pendrel Vale which is uh, you know obviously Wizards doesn't say so in their video but is very expensive I mean I'm glad one of us finally got to open a pack of an unset <laughs> right yeah exactly Dominaria you unknighted <laughs> unknighted mm. yeah um so there's there are some cards this is another one of the asterisks there are some cards that uh cannot appear uh in collector boosters at all there's a small handful that uh, uh wizards just isn't putting in them for uh like being on the naughty list essentially like there's certain cards that uh for various reasons of the card or the the artist like in the case of the one that is a literal nazi um they're just not putting cards with his art back in the packs fair there's another complication which is due to like how collation went for legends which was bad because this was like one of the earliest magic sets and just the way that like the literal sheets of cards were cut up and collated and put in packs and then distribute like sent to the distributors um because all of these boxes of legends came from the same original source back in 1994 that there's just like a huge swath several dozen cards that literally cannot appear in these packs Mm. and so they just they just didn't open them, so those just won't be in there. There's a big list actually on the on the wizard's website. That's it's very like, fun. It's oh, I, I like that they're being upfront about. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I was watching the live stream, right? And there was I don't know if it was a meme or if people actually believed it, but there was definitely this undercurrent of people who were claiming. And again, I I I want to believe this was mostly a joke, but were like acting like wizards. Uh found these cards as in they are claiming that these are original cards but are actually new printings to look like legends cards to avoid printing stuff on the reserve list and it's yeah oh 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 okay because i am also a crackpot okay like the people (laughs) who suggested these the thought did cross my mind Uh and then i thought about it for a second and it's just like what a dumb risky move like, there's no way you're going to replicate the quality of the cardstock. Yeah. It, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do it. You're, like, people would, like, the printing techniques would be completely different. The way the ink was put on the paper. You it's are, 2022. You couldn't fool people. You are, frankly, giving wizards yeah. way too much credit. 
well, to not, think that that would be possible. Yeah, and it's not Wizards doing this. It's some company like that they have to hire that's not interested in playing like internet super high stakes art heist stuff. Yeah. They're they're just a printing company. In that Wizards, would be stupid. In the video Wizards made, they were talking. They had Marshall interviewing uh, former PPR guest Matt Danner with his new luscious flowing locks. Uh, and he looks great. They they you know they they talked about how. Um, there was a warehouse in the middle of Washington state somewhere and this was a big surprise and they had no idea that they had these packs and maybe that's an exaggeration, Mm -hmm. right? I can see that, but the notion that these are absolutely brand new prints is that's, that's, that's frankly moon landing level conspiracy theory in terms of how ridiculous it is because it's just not, it's not possible or feasible. Stuff gets leaked from wizards all the time. Yeah, can why you would, imagine? Well, yeah, what, like, don't you think somebody would like leak this information? And why would you go to that much trouble to give very few people a cobalt's care keep? Like, God. Yeah, especially considering that it's not a a a a, a, a full sampling of the set. Yeah. Yeah. Let me find the list. I yeah, want to I find think, the. Uh... I think it's important for all conspiracy-minded folks to, to to acknowledge that the vast majority of people are lazy, mm. and uh, all of this sounds like far too much work. And every time you introduce another step, uh, you're introducing another point of failure. As somebody who plans things will tell you, right? Mm-hmm. The simplest, mm-hmm. like sometimes things have to be complicated, but the simpler you can make it, the easier it is. So that's the problem with conspiracy theories. They're just too complicated. No one would get that right in real life. People are far too stupid and disorganized and lazy. Yes. <laughs> oh, no land tax or manadrain or floral spasm. Uh, <laughs> this is a bunch of cards they couldn't open. Oh, so unfortunately, among the cards that they literally could not have opened because of just how the collations worked out, uh, is uh, Ramirez de Pietro. <gasps> yes, my investment is sound. <laughs> but <laughs> they did. So there's this very cool thing that they did um, announce called, I think they called it Legends Reborn, mm-hmm. where basically... The problem with Legends, the set originally, if you're unfamiliar with it, this was the first set that introduced legendary creatures. This was the first set that introduced gold cards. And that was enough at the time. It was like, look, they're gold and they're we're calling them legendary. And, you know, that's enough. The cards don't need to be good or even do anything. <laughs> so there's a bunch of legendary creatures in the original set that uh, are uh, bad. Ramirez is not one of them, but... Uh, Oh, good old Stang. Well, they've mm-hmm. reprinted Stang since. But, you know, for example, um, Jasmine Boreal. Mm-hmm. She's a 4-5 for three green-white. That's it, right? She's a vanilla creature. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, oh okay. Richard Kane Ferguson Richard Kane Ferguson art. You got that going for you, which is, mm-hmm. which is nice. So uh, Jasmine, among others, is getting like a, a refresh where... They're printing a new Jasmine Boreal card that actually does something. So yeah, it's, actually, it's sick. The, yeah. the new design is amazing. It's called, uh, I don't remember, it's Jasmine Boreal something to something. I don't know, Paul, if you were able to find that. I should have warned you. Should be at the bot. There, there we go. Jasmine Boreal of the Seven. Boom. So one green, white for a 2 4 human druid, 
tap to add green-white, spend this mana only to cast creature spells with no abilities. There's the connection mm. to no abilities. And creatures you control with no abilities can't be blocked by creatures with abilities. <laughs> I love that. So just vanilla. Whatever uh, that 10-10 yeah. ten, ten dinosaur is. Oh, mm. the Gigantosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, so Jasmine is among them, but so is Ramirez. I'm sure, yes. Cam, your Twitter oh, was useless yesterday. Actually, everyone really impressed me. Oh. I was sent this by one person, <gasps> and exactly one person. Maybe they did a vote. They must have. <laughs> Decided. So there must have been some kind of coordination. So what's the new What's the new Ramirez do? Ramirez Di Pietro, Pillager, uh, is a 4-3 who casts for two, blue, black. Um, they are a human or human pirate. Which is interesting because it was implied that Ramirez was so old that there was no way that Ramirez was human. Mm. Um, and that it was implied that they had been replaced at some point by a changeling. Oh, interesting. Wow. Um, but now, Ramirez, when he enters the battlefield, you lose two life and create two treasure tokens. Oh, that's great. Whenever one or more pirates you control deal combat damage to a player, exile the top card of that player's library. You may cast that card for as long as it remains exiled. That's that's awesome. So, yeah, uh, he just does the thing where he swings through and takes your stuff. D- that's so cool. I want to... This, this, this is a commander deck waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's great. So, an actual pirate captain. Cool. In addition to, I guess, Admiral Beckett Brass. Huh. And still a 4-3. Yes. So, that's cool. So, oh, maintain. But no first strike. No first so, strike old anymore. Ramirez kills new Ramirez. <laughs> wow. Which I think means he's strictly better. Which must mean he's a changeling and killed the original to uh, to uh, acquire his... first strike. Exactly, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Uh, the other the other one they showed off. Um, I don't know if you can find the original Paul. I don't even remember the name. Um, right, Tor Walki. So the the new one is Tor Walki the Younger. Uh, three black red for a three three human archer with reach and life link, which is a you don't often see lifelink on a red card, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Or, or no no reaches. Yeah, right. I always forget. This is the condition of playing limited for Cameron. Red has reach. Right, exactly. Looking at like, you know, a giant with a ball and chain. Yeah. So the original Torwalki was also a 3-3 human archer, and it, you tap to deal two damage to target attacking or blocking creature. Which was an ability that turned up quite frequently on white cards for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like you would see ballistas with this. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So the new one, apart from reach and lifelink, has if another source you control would deal non-combat damage to a permanent or player, it deals that much damage, that much damage plus one. And whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, Torwalki deals two damage to any target. So, uh, much better. Yeah. Yeah. So these, I believe these are, I can't remember actually, I'm going to have to check on check in Wizards article, uh, whether these are promos. There was something special about these in terms of how you actually, uh, so that's the Lost Legends, Legends Retold Box Toppers. So, Legends Retold Box Toppers contain one traditional foil from among 19 legendary creatures and one planeswalker, each a new design inspired by a legendary card found in the original Legends set. So, we've had Ramirez, Tor, and Jasmine spoiled, uh, and there are, so there's 20 total, 19 legendary creatures and one planeswalker. And Ooh, those I are, who the planeswalker yeah, would be. Yeah, and those are only box toppers. Ooh. So, that's who, interesting. Who would the planeswalker be? Hmm. Umazawa? That could be fun. Toshiro Umazawa. Mm. One could only hope. Um, 
that sounds cool. Or no, not Toshiro Umasawa. Who was it in Legends who cast for Grixis and uh, was had his price artificially spiked by tiny leaders? Well, not artificially oh, spiked. Oh, tiny leaders. Yeah. I forgot about tiny leaders. He was the only Grixis commander for tiny leaders. Mm. Man, I remember I was at a GP back when they were GPs before Magic Fests and tiny leaders was like at his peak and I spent... I think like 80 bucks like building a tiny leaders deck at that at that event mm-hmm. and then never played it cuz then the format just died. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Tetsuo. Tetsuo Umasawa. Right. Red black blue for a 3/3 three, three, and for red black black blue and tap destroy target tapped creature or target blocking creature and it may not target may not be the target of an enchantment or an enchantment. Protection from enchant hexproof from enchantments. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I guess that's to show that the Kami can't touch him. Oh. I like that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. The good, flavor. Good read. Good flavor. Good read. Read. Yeah. Very nice. Uh they also showed off the Biobox promo. Which oh yes, that's hmm. te- that's uh Tetsuko Umazawa, the uh the fugitive from mm. right from dominaria from dominaria right, right. yes uh so they showed off the biobox promo which is the lanwar lone speaker get you a new mana elf so it's one and a green for a one three elf druid tap to add one mana of any color and tap target land you control becomes a three three elemental creature with haste until end of turn that's still a land activate only as a sorcery hmm which is interesting. So this this is a rare that is actually also in the set, but it's there's an alternate art that is also the buy a box uh, promo. Hmm. Uh, also, there's um, game day the game day promos. So there's new art mm-hmm. for Touch the Spirit Realm, which is a was from from. Kamigawa Neon Dynasty, wasn't it? Touch the Spirit Realm. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's new art for that featuring. An angel, maybe a particular angel. I don't Ooh. actually recall. Okay. Um, and uh, there's a new. Uh, uh, these are on the Wizards article, Paul. Sorry, I know that this is again. This is the day after all this stuff has been spoiled, so it's it's a little scattershot to find the 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 art for it, which is kind of funny, because um, a lot of this was like shown in. Uh, slideshows or tweeted mm. out and so they're not actually card shaped which makes it difficult to plug into the way that we do card displays uh, on on the podcast you're welcome for this look behind the curtain mm-hmm. um, so anyway it's touch the spirit realm there's also workshop war chief from mm-hmm. streets of new capenna with a new art new art uh, there and uh, a card that is a mythic that is from dominaria united which is shivan devastator Ooh. Or the like, dragon fireball. So it's a zero zero dragon hydra at mythic for X and a red. It's got flying and haste, and it enters with X plus one plus one counters on it. So it's basically a creature fireball because again, it's got flying and haste. So you just go, all right, here's a twelve twelve. It's attacking you. <laughs> so yeah. Well, this is going to be fun to run into at the top table at the pre-release. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well- also, yeah, shout out to that flavor art or flavor text. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. There are many reasons why Shiv was not high on Sheldred's list of places to conquer. Big fiery reasons. Yep. <laughs> I love that even Phyrexians are like, oh, God, no. Oh, that thing looks 
expensive. Oh, Christ. We'll come back to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's the... Oh, there we go. There's the oh. Touch of the Spirit Realm. Excellent. Uh, and then the... I, I really like the Workshop War Chief, too. It's... Uh, Ooh, yeah. Real, real cool looking dude. Um, also, they showed off the store championship promos, including a new spell pierce. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very cool looking. Uh, a new gilded goose, which has caught a fish. I, I don't Goose, geese, not known for catching fish. Hunk. Oh, but it's feeding fish to baby geese. It's a huge mm. fish for a goose, but yeah, all right. Oh. Fair enough. Uh, and... <laughs> Thick Omnath. God, I love this so this is, much. This, this what is, a troll flex this is. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, I already don't know. I, for one thing, I don't know which Omnath this is. <laughs> I don't know what any Omnath does. <laughs> Frankly, you could flop this as your commander and say, uh, every time I uh, landfall, uh, Mozart, take an extra turn, put a plus one, plus one counter on everything I own. And I'd be like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't the it same. Need a, it would need a mode for every color. So it's like take an extra turn is blue, plus one, plus one counter is green, five damage to any target is red, and yeah. white is, um, I don't know, put something in a bubble for a turn. Yeah, exactly. Or white sucks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is the one that was, this is the one that has been like variously like banned, banned and rebalanced oh, and right. changed and tweaked or whatever. So it's right. the 4-4 four, four ETB draw card, and then it's got successive landfall triggers that like, uh, the, if you oh my it, god, we were pretty close. If you get landfall for the first time in a turn, <laughs> you gain four life. If you get landfall for the second time in a turn, you add red, green, white, blue. And if you get landfall for the third time in a turn, you deal four damage to each opponent and each planeswalker you don't control. Hmm. That's the te- this in the same vein as the textless cryptic command. This is a <laughs> what a choice to make a textless version yeah, of I, this Omnath specifically. So blue is draw a card, white is gain four life, which sucks, like yep. old white. Mm-hmm. Uh, green is add all that mana, and red is the deal the damage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it all works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also I mean, the size I, of this land. I also think that this is honestly quite a good choice for a textless card, because what if it does get rebalanced or oracle tested, <laughs> right? Yet again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is the one you want. Hey, what's this one do? I'll look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scan the QR code. What a brilliant way of <laughs> issuing a rebalanced card. Yeah. Mm. Right. It, it, it's one more. They've changed a couple times on Arena, actually. So now, currently, it, it's one mana more expensive. Uh, but there was something else that it did before. Like, they've actually... This is, like, the second iteration, I think. So, anyway. <laughs> um, but let's talk about actual cards from the set. Because they did actually show off mm. some some cards from from actually the set Dominaria United and uh, answers some questions um, that people have had about the set because it's like United against what, for example, did that Shivan uh, Annihilator whatever it is that huge dragon did that mention Sheldred? Sheldred? Yeah. Did somebody say Sheldred? Yeah. Yeah. One of the really competent praetors. Yeah. So they showed off the evolved sleeper. Remember sleeper agent. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, the sleeper mm-hmm. agents, the Phyrexian sleeper agents being like a big part of the turning point of the original Phyrexian conflict. So check this out. It's like a, it's like a, um, uh, what's oh, the? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, figure uh, of Destiny. Fig- figure of Destiny. You. Yes. Yeah. It's like a Phyrexian. Or an ascendant spirit now. Yeah. It's like a Phyrexian figure of Destiny. So it's one black mana for a 1-1 one, one human. At least it's a human for now. Hmm. You can pay a black and evolved sleeper becomes a human cleric with base power and toughness 2-2. Get a job. 
So it's a one mana one one or a two mana two two, I guess. Hmm. Then for one in a black, if the sleeper is a cleric, then you put a death touch counter on it and it becomes a Phyrexian human cleric that's a three three. Got promoted at work. Yeah. Then it's uh, you pay one black black and if evolved sleeper is a Phyrexian, put a plus one plus one counter on it. Then you draw a card and lose a life, and you can just just keep, keep doing, doing that. It. Oh yes, mm. choo choo. Oh, this is like uh, 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 the castle, the black castle from Eldraine, Throne of Eldraine. Oh, castle or Lockthwain. Lockthwain. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. One black, black, lose a life, draw a card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only it is in meat form. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, like Frexian Rager, right? The two yeah. two for three. It's just like. You get you just draw a card, lose a life. Phyrexians, yep. Phyrexians like to do that. Is there any way? This is such a corner case that's irrelevant. Is there something that like makes things a cleric? Like, is there some way to make this a cleric without activating that first ability? This is irrelevant. That does not um, matter. Probably some way. Maybe there's some way. Yeah. Well, I know that there's ways that you can like make all your creatures a certain type, and that's not you just to just make them a, make them a Phyrexian at that point. But anyway, so this seems cool. Also, yeah, definitely the Phyrexians are back. Yep. Okay, can I can I um, pull up something cool? Yeah. Which I noticed, and uh, I didn't, so I was kind of like rude and didn't tell Paul I'd be doing this because I only noticed it part way through. Hold on, I need to sh- I need to uh, try it. So if you look at that, what does it kind of look like if you're squinting? Um, the set symbol. Look at the set symbol. What does the set symbol look a little bit like? Like a oh. horseshoe crab. No, it looks, it looks like, like the, the set symbol for, for Apocalypse. Inve- inve- or, yeah, Apocalypse, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah the From mask. the invasion block. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I was like, that looks so familiar. The shape of it seems so familiar to me. It does, mm. too. So that's definitely intentional. Oh, yeah. And that's not a happy accident. So so I guess the Phyrexians are invading, which we knew that because they've been doing it for the past several blocks. Mm-hmm. But now they've... So so just to refresh everyone's memory, we had Vorinclex who showed up on Kaldheim. That, that, that was a big surprise. Or the Phyrexians got away with something. They had yeah. something to do with the planar bridge. They needed to get some special goo from the god tree or something like that. Uh, and then in the next set, we had uh, Jin Gitaxis. That was a year later. That was a year yeah, later. J- yeah, in, in Kamigawa. Yeah, but then uh, he showed up and he did a bad thing to Tamiyo that everybody got quite upset about. So I would say the Phyrexians won those two sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Secretly and then, in the background. And then we had Nuka Penna. Now, but that was uh, um, not Perforos, the red guy. Erebrask. Erebrask, thank you. I couldn't remember either. My brain had a short He's circuit. so hidden that we forgot his name. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't show up a lot. And he's, you know, he's doing Urbrask things. So yeah. like, we'll call that one at best neutral for the Phyrexians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now Sheldred's there. You yeah. have to assume that Sheldred and Elish Norn are going to be in this set. Well, Elish Norn. No, Elish um, Norn will be in the next set for sure, I uh, bet. Elish Norn crushed the other Praetors. Yeah, they're all her right? lackeys now. Oh. Yeah, in new Phyrexian. Well... I right. think after New Phyrexia or during it, uh, that was Elishnorn consolidating her power over the other Phyrexian factions. Mm. Yeah, and we've already we've already seen some like magic story where Ashiok comes to talk to Elishnorn, uh, or just to, that was a cool story. That was a, just to see what she's about, uh, and she is clearly like the one leader in charge on the plane at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's so yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Do you? I, do we think Sheldred's gonna like win or lose here? I feel like. She's got to lose a bit. 
Well, I mean, I think the heroes, in order for the stakes to be high, need to be facing a credible threat. Right. And Shieldred attacking Dominaria, I think, needs to present that threat mm. under guidance of, or un, under the command of Elishnorn. We need, like, you know, we've been getting these hints of things, of Praetors active on other planes doing something. Mm-hmm. I think this is where we will see the what that thing is. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And so I think they, Sheldred will probably emerge victorious here before the good guys get to win in two more sets. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Right, of course. Um, because this is our... Um, I assume Brothers War will be going back in time... I- and, it must. Yeah, and then like doing some big kind of like flashback reveal uh, to something that the heroes will interact with in present day. I mean, that that I makes mean, sense. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe also like it's important to just like maybe Brothers War is a bit of a feint. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's some, I don't know. Yeah, but there's no, I don't know. I Yeah. Um, but I just wonder if this is our is this our Empire Strikes Back kind of set? Yes, yes. Things yes, are going to look feel... real bad. Mm-hmm. Then we've got our Brothers War, uh, ha- uh, um, Endor Moon scene. Yes. And then, you know, then we have a big, uh, presumably the whole set of having a big showdown with our bad guy. Yeah. Who's Elish Norn. Right. Because the... Donuts. The, I think it's August 18th is Wizards preview day. Mm-hmm. The like magic and D&D, the anything Wizards makes like what's coming next year mm-hmm. thing. So in August, we'll know about whatever set is going to be in uh, the beginning of 2023. Mm-hmm. So that'll potentially give us an idea there as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, Yeah, I, I, I do like Dominaria United as the Empire Strikes Back. That makes sense. Yeah. Or the, yeah. uh, what was it, Infinity War? Mm, right, mm-hmm. yeah. Where it's, it ends up looking pretty bleak and then... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh. So who do we think? Is, did, I think they might kill off some planeswalkers. They, well, I, not kill off, but I think we're going to see another Phyrexianized planeswalker because they already yeah. took Tamiyo. And so, like, surely well, someone else is going to go. There yes. have been leaks, which we shall not discuss here, but those no, leaks did discuss something those, similar to that. Oh, I haven't seen I actually leaks. haven't seen them either. Yeah. <laughs> I barely have time to keep up on the news that Wizards is releasing. I <laughs> mean, I, I, I will say that, you know, I haven't seen the leaks, but I am a professional writer. So I'm yeah, sort of familiar with how stories have to work because yeah, bad guys have to do bad things. Yeah, yeah. Th- there are beats. And frankly, I feel that Watsi's, um their overall, their overarching storytelling is relatively conservative in that it follows well-understood story beats. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, yeah. A, um, it's sort of difficult. Like, you got to tell the story across. You got to have a big story, but you have to mm-hmm. assume that a lot of people are going to somehow miss part of it. Yeah. So it can't right. be like yes. too obscure. Too sophisticated. Right. Because exact, not it's everyone is going to go to the website to read uh, the fiction, the, the magic story. And, you know, people might completely blitz over flavor text. Mm-hmm. I know that I have been guilty of that frequently in the past of just being like, hey, I wonder what's going on in this story. That would be an interesting story beat. And people are like, it's literally on the card, Cameron. <laughs> like, this is- they so started, it is. They started putting like the the story like showcase marker on cards. Mm-hmm. So like this one's important. Just read this one. Yeah, just story look at this one. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, so you know that that's probably a fairly well reasoned argument for why Watsi tells stories the way they do. But you know, I feel that we could probably expect the refusal, the 
except you know mm. the, the heroic arc kind of thing we can probably expect uh the mentor figure to be killed i don't know who that would be but it wouldn't surprise me to see some of the more est- one of the more established planeswalkers die oh can i actually... my heart just seized up for jaya ballard <laughs> Can it, so, relating to <laughs> Jaya, my girl Jaya, and Story Spotlights, they did unveil a Story Spotlight card. Oh, I'm going to come back to Jaya, but there's a Story Spotlight card, uh, Temporal Firestorm, uh, that's three red-red for a sorcery with kicker, and it's got m- multiple options. So you can kick it for one in a white and or, and or one in a blue, so you can... You can cast this spell for three red red or for four red red white, four red red blue, or five red red blue white. (laughs) Choose up to X creatures and or planeswalkers you control, where X is the number of times this spell was kicked. Those permanents phase out, and then it deals five damage to each creature in each planeswalker. Oh. So at its base level... uh, it's just it's a board wipe. You deal five to everything. But if you kick it, you can bubble something. Yeah, bubble things. Yeah, and it looks like it's what's like- happening here is that Jaya is protecting herself and Teferi. Or well, Teferi's or, bubbling. Or, She's firing. Yeah. Or Jaya's like, fireball, and Teferi's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Jaya's like, I'll take you all with me. And Teferi's like, no. No, you won't. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, maybe Teferi's at hazard here, too. So that's interesting. Who are the other mentor characters? Liliana's recently taken on a teaching role. That's true. That's <laughs> literally. Li- yeah. She's a She's literal got tenure. Yeah. Uh, well, somehow. Yeah. Now, this... Um, Can you imagine how much dirt she probably has on Belladross Witherwood? <laughs> <laughs> you were saying before we started recording that, of course, this is a this particular color combo mm-hmm. is a throwback to the old... Um, Invasion block. Sh- were they shards? No, wedges. Wedge, was, old wedges. I, the wedge I got that from reading Jay and Ellie's Twitter. I'm going to give credit where credit's due for that. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, oh, but like, yeah, no, I, I remember this from the second time I came back to play Magic, which mm. was during Invasion Block. Right. Um, yeah, all of the wedges had their own names, which were brief, briefly around and then abandoned. Yeah. Because this is Raka? Yes. Yes, Raka was... Uh, Jeskai. Jeskai. Right, Okay. Cool. The, the problem was they weren't actually that easy to remember. No, because they all sounded kind of similar. Yeah. Like yeah. Raka, Dega, Neka. Yeah. Mm. So, like, I remember when um, cons came out, right? And people were like, oh, they kind of had names for this before. Mm-hmm. But when cons came out, that, that that was the first time those wedges had gotten, like, a proper name, right? Yeah, and kind of like a strong identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. so yeah, you can see you can see Raka Volver on on screen right now. Creature type Volver, really? Mm-hmm. That's <gasps> Return of Creature Type Volver. <laughs> no, <laughs> please. Uh, that has the same sort of kicker for white and or blue, and then mm-hmm. it does stuff depending on if you do the. Uh, Clearly, the thing. he's a Minotaur, anhow. But uh, I want to take a quick look at um, at actual Jaya now because I've I'm a, always been a big fan of Jaya, and now we have Jaya Fiery Negotiator. Uh, with uh, looks like some some Keldons in the background. Yeah, yeah. So two red red for a four four. So four mana. F- sorry, not four four. Four loyalty. Four mana for a four loyalty walker. Already solid on the vanilla test as far as planeswalkers are concerned. Uh, plus one. Make a one one red monk with prowess. 
Oh, just plus one, make a dude. Oh, yeah. With prowess, no less. Interesting. Yeah. I thought prowess was too powerful and had to be scaled back. Mm. Uh, minus one, exile the top two cards of your library, choose one of them. You may play that card this turn. Not bad. You still got to pay cost, but it is play, so if you hit lands, you're fine. Minus two, choose target creature and opponent controls. Whenever you attack this turn, Jaya Firing Negotiator deals damage equal to the number of attacking creatures to that creature. So that's super interesting. So it's like minus two, you put a target on something, and then you attack with like three creatures, and then the source is Jaya. Jaya deals three damage to that to that creature that the opponent controls. Mm. That is that, that that that's a curious ability that I have not seen before. I like that. That's a new design space. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then finally minus eight, you get an emblem with whenever you cast a red instant or sorcery spell, copy it twice. You may choose new targets for the copy. Well, that's that's just, when negotiations break down. That, yeah. That's, I feel like that's your magical Christmas land ability. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But I feel like minus two is going to be very useful. Make a couple monks. Attack with your monks. Blast mm-hmm. their 2-2 with lifelink or something like that. Right? Like that's Yeah, just... this, is, this is a great space for Jaya. This feels really interesting. I'm so glad they've decided to move beyond... Like, a few years ago, Planeswalkers got into this thing where it was plus one, protect yourself, or generate card advantage, and then minus either protect yourself or generate card advantage, mm-hmm. whatever the inverse was, and then their ultimate was, you know, win the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was around second in a Strahd block, where mm-hmm. we saw a lot of walkers like that, and I just was like, nah. <laughs> no. Yeah, but this no. is cool. Yeah, Jai seems super interesting. I, I, do I like li- the red prowess monk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also like that. I I like that uh, the name negotiator is good. Like her negotiation style is to shoot something from across the battlefield. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Negotiate with extreme prejudice. You're negotiating from a position of strength. Yeah. 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 Uh, they also unveiled on this stream. Well, I mean, I say unveiled. They talked about there. There's two commander decks associated with Dominaria United. Mm. Um, We know very little about it except for the names, the colors, and the commanders, though we don't actually know what the commanders do. We just know who they are. Mm -hmm. So there's a deck called Legends Legacy, which is red, white, black, um, and commanded by Dihada. If you recall, Dihada... Was it Dihada... Gaedron? Yeah, she was, was like name? she showed up before. Yeah, she, she was a she was a planes she was mentioned before and then was a planeswalker once in like modern horizons. Yeah, she was the person she she's the person who made what's his face make the black blade, I believe. Oh. oh. I think she was like a really evil person and like yeah, she's she's extreme like as far as like planeswalkers go and like lore, like she is like it, extra bad like probably oh. worse than nickel bolus kind of like evilness <laughs> does but. she hang out with um obnixilis and uh uh just in in just the miserable people oh i club i feel like obnixilis she would not let him sit at the table with her <laughs> uh is my read on her but it's been a while since i looked her up she looks a lot older and more crone like in the art for that they've shown off for this commander deck than she oh, does really? on the well because the, hmm. the 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 gaedron dehada card from modern horizons is like her way in the past yeah is from hmm. is sort of looking back in time and so now she's a little more crony but still no less tentacly hmm. 
Uh, and then the other deck, the other commander deck, is called Painbow. Uh. Painbow. It's a five-color deck commanded by our old friend Jared Carthalian. No kidding. Yeah. So that's that's all we know about those about those decks, uh, mm. and, and that they come out on. Uh, they will be previews at Wizards Presents on August 18th. So those will be out eventually. And I'm sure uh, at some point you will see them on an episode of Elder Dragon Social Club. Ooh. Can I can I read you? Um, Please. So uh, Gaedron Dihada is an incredibly ancient dynamic, demonic. Thank you, Kathleen. Planeswalker. Her schemes pl- span millennia and her lust for power and dominance know no limits. Oh, fun. Uh, she's compelled to bring the most powerful beings under her control, sometimes as with the Elder Dragons Chromium and Piru, uh, and then the Maro Sorcerer Sulkanar and the Planeswalker Dakon, who she corrupted into monsters so they might better serve her. That's who we're getting as a Planeswalker. Oh, Dakon. Yeah, Dakon Blackblade. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah. yeah. Neat. All right. Cool. All right. Well, we've solved that. I mean, that fits perfectly. The last piece of... Oh, well, I mean, sure, Paul, if you've got to, like... <laughs> oh, we've already had that Planeswalker. So, we, uh, yes, we've just shown, of course, Dakon Shadow Slayer, from, also from Modern Horizons 2, right. already a Planeswalker. Right. 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 Yes, and we as all a, knew that. And I right. wasn't wrong about the black blade because Dakon, as a mortal, was a master blacksmith, but he was corrupted by uh, Dihada, who uh, who uh, who offered to turn him into a planeswalker if he made the most powerful weapon in existence. And then she completely corrupted him, so he killed his own son to imbue the blade with ultimate evil, essentially. Oh. And then I think she put him in the blade, eventually. Oh, huh. yeah, because the black blade's still around. Yeah, yep. uh, and is. Like inherently We're evil, super I think? inherently evil. Yeah, yeah. It spilled the blood of one elder dragon in Gideon's hands. It may yet taste another. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Gideon, Gideon. Yeah, Gideon tried to use it to kill up Nixilis. Uh, or not up uh, Nixilis. Uh, Nicolbolus. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. I wonder where the black blade's kicking around now. Oh, it's probably in a vault in Strixhaven. Hope so. Oh yeah. We don't talk about Coralash a lot. We don't talk about Coralash. <laughs> Ignore him. The last piece of art that we got to see from the preview stream was an absolute banger of a cycle of basic lands from Megali Villeneuve of mm. stained glass basics. Uh, that I mean, there's, they're just basic lands. There's nothing particularly to say about them except that the art is stunning. Yeah, so the plains is uh, Sarah's realm, I believe, with the floating cathedrals. Yep. Mm. And then we've got, you know, the, 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 the island, this island that turns up again and again on art in Dominaria. Mm. Um, the, the classic. That, yeah. It's kind of like Isle of the Dead, but not. Um, I'm assuming uh, 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 the swamp on Dominaria. It's a legendary land. It makes everything Urbog. else. Urbog. Urborg. Urmergird. It's Urberg. Shiv? Yeah. Mayhaps? Probably. Probably. It seems like Shiv, the mountain. And uh, Lanor, perhaps? Yeah. Or uh, 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 Yavimaya? Yavimaya. Yeah. Look at those little mushrooms at I, the bottom. I love that it's like the art is like 
very symmetrical, mm-hmm. but not right. Like it yes. very much looks like a like. I mean, obviously, it's supposed to look like. I feel like this is impossibly ornate for stained glass, honestly. Mm. But it looks so good. But I I love this conceit in magic art that magic art depicts a piece of artwork mm. from the world. Mm. Um. And here that piece of artwork is depicting a famous place in the world. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, I think I might get these even though I, you know, I talk about how every new full art land is my new favorite. Mm-hmm. And I never get any of them. But these ones, I feel that I are, are my new favorite art and I will get these. Well, yeah. What I like about them is one, they're super colorful. Can we mm-hmm. go back to the swamp for a second? I love a good colorful swamp. Mm. There's purple, there's blue, there's green, there's red in that. I love I love those contrasting colors. Yeah. yeah. And I, the the raven in the top corner as well. And the well. moon and like this is a, like that I love a good like cuz yeah cuz mm. sometimes swamps are a little low contrast for me. But what I like about this is one, they're colorful and beautiful. Uh but two, they're extremely clear, easy to read, big strong set symbol in the middle, so you know, like just like as far as like mm. magic identity, this is like very you know Mm-hmm. I just I love everything about the design. Yeah, I these are a slam dunk home run for me. I love them. I love them a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A couple more things to round out what they uh, brought up on the stream. So I did mention that the preview, the Wizards Presents showcase, is on August eighteenth. We do know a rough timeline for releases. Uh, in 2023 we just don't know the the names of them we know the code names which of course because wizards does sort of code names and themes that these are all sort of sporting activities kind of so Mm. uh quarter one is lacrosse and so we don't know what that'll be yet but then there's there was this interesting thing where in quarter two they're releasing a set that the code name is marathon and then just after that is something they're calling Marathon Epilogue. Ooh. Oh. So. Maybe I should be, re- maybe we should be revising our plans for when we beat yeah. the Phyrexians way back. Yeah, so maybe, maybe Lacrosse oh. is continuing this story or is, a, a, I don't know, a guide end. Like maybe it's a side story, maybe it's unrelated. And then Marathon is the conclusion mm-hmm. with the, there's an epilogue. And then later in the year, uh, this set's labeled Netball and Off-Roading. Yeah, I'm just mentioning because it's maybe, funny. Maybe hmm. we are going. Maybe Sheldred. Maybe we're completely off. Maybe Sheldred is like beating up Dominaria, and then we, and then they were like, "Wait, how did Der- Dominaria deal with Phyrexians before?" Uh, Ursa did a bad, right? For as long as it took, yeah. Ursa was willing to do whatever it took as long as it was being a jerk. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, maybe they look. Maybe they look to the lessons of the past and go, "Oh, okay. Well, let's not do any of that then." I'm mm-hmm. willing to be a total a hole. Uh, yeah. We don't have to do that. No, no. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm okay it, with it. <laughs> it's like when you get a cold and your your sinuses are like, "I'm going to generate as much mucus as it takes to get us through this," and the yeah. rest of your body is like, "That isn't helpful." <laughs> And no, no, I'm already sorry. on it. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I didn't hear you over the taps. Hold on, I'm just <laughs> turning them on. What? <laughs> More mucus? Flow. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> uh, and then the final thing that they mentioned is, of course, uh, you know, it's Wizards thirty. It's the thirtieth anniversary mm. of Magic: The Gathering in 2023, 
And so as a as part of that, they're doing over the course of the year, um, thirty uh, pre release promos uh, that are hang on promo cards of promo cards available at pre release events. <clears throat> Not sure exactly how. I assume this is like LGS stuff. One reprint from each of Magic's thirty years, and they've shown off the first oh. the first Ooh. three. So there's a Sarah Angel. Um, this is at the bottom of the uh, the the uh, article about Dominaria United Paul. It's, it's at the very bottom. It's the last thing in the article. Uh, Sarah Angel with art from uh, Kev Walker. Uh, mm. I, I've seen this art before. I don't know when it was originally printed. I don't think this was the original. Like this was not the original Sarah Angel art. But anyway, yeah, the original Sarah Angel art was formative. Yeah. So there's this one, and you see there's a 1993 stamp mm. oh, in the bottom corner of the Oh, this is when it art. came out? Yeah. So there's Sarah Angel. Uh, the 1994 card is Ball Lightning, Ooh. Oh. which is an interesting choice. That's it. But that's a fun card that I think still sees play in Oddball Commander decks, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Good old Ball Lightning. Uh, and then the uh, 1995 card is, uh, well, it's Findhorn Elves, but the one on the website is fin- Findhorn Elfen. Because for some reason, the one that they're showing off on the Wizards website is the German printing. But I think, anyway, aren't they all German or no. something? No, no, they're not. Just that one. Just that Ooh. one, um, okay. I mean, the, uh, some promos will be rarer than others, and while many of these promo cards will be available in English only, seven will only be available in another language where magic is available, the first being Finhorde Elves, available only in German. There you go. Okay, okay. there you go. I mean... If you were worried about my Twitter blowing up about Ramirez Di Pietro, oh. Ben Wheeler. Yeah, getting told that there's new Findhorn Elves available only in German. Mm. Yeah. Ripped to his timeline. Yeah. There there was actually, there was a small, I, I don't think it's, it's not, not particularly big news, honestly, but there was a small news story from last week, uh, Wizards, in that they are, uh, they've said that they're uh, refocusing um, the languages that they print paper magic in to the point that there's three uh that they're sunsetting essentially so they will no longer be printing paper magic in russian korean and traditional chinese Mm. they will continue to print in simplified chinese but not traditional chinese uh russian or korean uh, which i assume is just based purely on just interest in those Uh, yeah sales in russia might have dropped somewhat Yep. 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 That might, that's not a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I always liked getting um, certain cards in Cyrillic just because yeah, Cyrillic it, looks cool, but uh, this is not, it's not a huge deal, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, this is not really affecting me terribly much. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Sucks, obviously, if you prefer those languages and, and uh, can yeah. will no longer be able to get paper paper cards. Co- in, Korean but. is kind of a surprise. Yeah, I think it's just not as popular in Korea as it is in Japan, I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, more. they're still printing it in, again, any any language that currently prints, that they currently print in that I didn't mention, they're still doing it. So, you know, hmm. French, German, Portuguese, I believe. Many languages, but not not those three. So that was a small bit of news from from the previous week hmm. um and i think that was it I, I don't think there was much else uh unless i'm rem- not remembering something massive i don't think so i think most of it was this this big uh, dominaria united preview stream mm-hmm. 
Dominaria Unnighted. Unnighted, sorry, yes. Unnighted. Yes, the new unset. <laughs> we'll get an unset eventually. Yep. In October. Yes. Very excited for this unset. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Why yeah. do these look black bordered though? So weird. Yeah, yeah. strange how that is. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't know. What do you What do you make of all this? Uh, it's it, It's nice that there's a break, hmm. you know? It's nice that there's... This isn't happening... We're in like late July now, and... We're not going to find out more about this for like a couple of weeks. Yeah, so that's nice. And then the set doesn't even come out until, you know, end of August. Oh, end of August. So S- early September. A little bit of a break. It'll be. Yeah. I've been, I've been playing more. I've been playing more of the the Baldur's Gate Alchemy Limited. It's it's a very silly format that's fun. Hmm. It's honestly, it's a fun format. I like it way better than New Capenna. I don't know what to tell you. I don't really like Alchemy very much. I mean, I don't play it. Um, but the this limited environment is uh i don't know what to tell you it's actually I mean, just if fun if it's good it's good yeah right yeah. i yeah. mean it there's you, you get, there's big bombs undeniably mm-hmm. there's some stupid stuff like the and i this was 2 weeks ago i think i was on the show talking about the um uh i was here with nelson and yeah you were here yeah and we were talking about the the we were complaining about the art on specialized and right yes uh, I at that point didn't know about the, I think it's called the Hagwitch Coven. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of the card? Anyway, the 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 co- first of all, this card is beyond ridiculous in terms of a limited bomb. Uh, it's it's a six mana three three warlock, and when it enters the battlefield, you draft two c- cards from its spellbook. Okay, and its spellbook is nine other warlocks that have effects oh, that's and it also gives other warlocks plus plus one plus one all the other ones are two two so you get you, you get three three threes at worst you get three three threes for six mana and they do like game ending abilities like this is it, it's it's absolutely baffling on on the scale of how big of a bomb this is if you have it take it run it play it win games every piece of art is the same oh. all all nine other cards. The Hourglass Coven, thank you. This card and all nine cards in the spellbook use exactly the same art. What? And it's, yeah, it, I hate that. I hate it. I think the idea is it's these three right. witches, Just... so they're all, it's the same art. That's bad. That's, that, I do not like that at all. They didn't, there's no even like, like uh, color shifting or anything like the specialized cards. It's just the identical art. Very, from a, Gameplay perspective and just in terms of like laziness, that's bad, very bad. Uh, yeah. But if you see this card in draft, you should take it and run it and play it because it's absolutely broken. I mean, this kind of expanse of this this little lull in product releases mm. has just, you know, I, oh, it's this endless field in which I've been able to do other things. Yeah. Try to like dog paddle to keep up with magic releases. Yeah. So I've been painting uh, minifigs. Nice. And it has been very nice. Cool. Well, well, Beethoven's, is it the Fifth Symphony or Fourth? The Pastoral. Mm, right. Mm, you know. Just like, just painting. And I'm, I'm imagining you standing in a field with like, with like, like a, like a Studio Ghibli kind of thing with like, mm. with like uh, petals and leaves swirling around you while you paint. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very serene. Yeah. 
I like like that Paul's cycling through all the, all the hags. What the <laughs> it's going on. That one's been, at the beginning of your upkeep. Each opponent mills five cards, then exile each opponent's graveyard. Jesus. Yeah. Holy moly. So it's like that's a clock. Like oh, I five <laughs> five. Yeah, they're ridiculous. This is a it's a one of the most powerful bombs in the format. I would say. And there's like giant dragons, and it's like no no. <laughs> the three sneaky hags. <laughs> anyway, from from these three sneaky hags to you, uh, thanks for listening to Tap Tap Concede. If you want to get yourself uh, some some uh, cardboard cards uh, instead of these digital silliness, um, at some point you'll be able to pre-order Dominaria United. Obviously not yet. Though I saw Card Kingdom was very, very good about, uh, they're like, look, you know, you know where else you can get these uh, these cards from Legends? Legends boosters. <laughs> like, if you're feeling spicy. If you want to get it. So uh, uh, head on over to cardkingdom.com slash LRR. Uh, you know, maybe maybe a Legends booster is not your speed, but you can get all kinds of other cards there. They've got to be a couple hundred dollars I'd now. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> More um, than that, actually. You could get a tabernacle. Um, anyway, tell them we sent you. They'll give you a little button. It says something funny. Um, it helps support the show. Uh, do check that out. Uh, and speaking of Card Kingdom and supporting the show, also make sure to check out uh, Elder Dragon Social Club. New episode went up at the beginning of this week. It's the first episode of The Wheel of Precons. Uh, Kathleen Cameron, Ben, and Nelson um, mm-hmm. got to spin it for the first time, and uh, it's great. It's everything that that, that we wanted. Uh, it's uh, it's so much fun. Yeah, I think we had a fun game. Yeah, yeah. it's a fun game. The, the wheel makes a satisfying click. Uh, the precons were surprisingly well-matched. We had... Uh, we had one from 2021. We had mm-hmm. two from 2013. Uh, you know, we were really covering the spread of of, of uh, sort of time of precons. There, it was a, uh, it was really good. So please do check that out because um, it uh, uh, d- uh, everything depends on numbers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. thank yeah. you. Uh, and of course, this show and everything we do. Speaking of numbers, it's brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/LoadingReadyRun. Thank you very much for doing so. We really appreciate you it. You did this. Until next time, uh, I have been Graham, joined by Cameron. Huh? And Kathleen. Hi. Paul's on tech. And Heather gets these online. And thank you all for watching. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>